Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, we know you've been waiting for Wine Wednesday. And it's finally here. Welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast, where for some reason we have decided to overshare with y'all every week. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. We are here to talk about everything going on in our lives, from our wellness journeys, relationships, everyday struggles, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Happy Wine Wednesday. Happy Wine Wednesday and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you as well. 2024 is here, y'all. I know. I just, it's the best. It's a fresh start, which we love. It's funny because you and I, we kind of like talk about how we're like not into like the resolution thing and not really, but even though a new year really isn't anything different, it really is just like the best like reset in your mind. And I do feel like I get a fresh start and I always feel a little more motivated and it's just nice to have like something that doesn't force you to have a restart, but it like everybody's mind is always on it. I agree. And then I think this year is extra special because January 1st landed on a Monday and there's, you know, there's something about like the first of the year, the first day of the week, the you know, that really gets people motivated. And I've been thinking a little bit about it this week. I mean, it's hard when I'm here in Washington with my family, but I'm like, when I get home, I want to think of like some things I want to really try to do from like day one of the year and see if I can stick through it. And, you know, some of those can be as simple as like taking, doing your skincare every night or walking 30 minutes a day. You know, they, they don't have to be anything like super crazy or like wild that are too far off from anything you've done. But I do love a fresh start too. I love that you mentioned January 1st is on a Monday. I hadn't realized that. So that's like, yeah, a double fresh start. It's a double fresh start. <laughs> we all love that. Yeah, I seriously, I just need this so bad. I'm honestly ready for the holidays to be over. I'm ready for my birthday to just be here and past and just all of it to be done because I just need to get back into a routine. We've had way too much going on lately and I've just... I've been slacking with like meeting all of my goals that I want to be meeting. And while I've been having fun and it's been great spending time with friends and family and all these fun outings we've been doing, I'm just like feeling it. And I'm like, okay, ready for it to be over, ready to get back to routine. I agree. I think routine's good for everybody. It just makes you feel like a more sane human being. And I was honestly shocked on our Instagram today. We posted a picture and asked people like, are you sad the holidays are over or glad the holidays are over? And the majority of you are glad they're over. And that kind of blows my mind because we wait all year for it. We start, you know, the day after Halloween or whenever we start decorating 
but it's literally like the day it's over, people are done with it. Yeah. I mean, and I talk about it a little bit later on in the episode. I have it in my notes, but I definitely haven't where I'm on that side as well now, but I haven't always been on that side. I've been somebody who embraced the holidays as long as I could, but now I'm like, nope, done, out, bye, next. And I'm the opposite. I like starting it a little earlier where a lot of people probably think it's annoying, like that I'm decorating, you know, Veterans Day weekend, but I am also looking forward to the weekend that I'm home getting Christmas down and just turning life back into um, normal. Um, The two weeks off that I've had from work have also been really nice. I'm really dreading turning my alarm back on. I haven't had an alarm on once except for the day that we needed to wake up to fly to the airport. And just, I still wake up fairly early. Like I kind of have an internal clock that's like somewhere in the seven to eight o'clock hour I'm up, but just not having like a sound wake me up and violently get me out of bed every morning. It's just been so nice. So I'm dreading that a little bit. But again, going back to the routine, routines are good for us. And I am looking forward to that. Um, yeah, no, it'll wait. So you go back to work then what on the second? On the second. Yep. So oh, New Year's one Day. More week. We'll... One more week. I got this. <laughs> um, because I love to apparently always share my email scams that I get. I got another one. And it was weird. And that should have been a red flag. I honestly, I have been really bad since being unemployed. I don't know what day of the week it is. I don't know the date ever. So that's always like a big struggle for me. Like I kept thinking like Christmas Eve was like a few days away. Like I never knew when Christmas was. I kept like forgetting. (laughs) I'd be like, oh, I have to go to the store. Christmas is coming kind of thing. So anyways, I've gotten an email that I thought was from Lush Cosmetics. Um, this last week and they sent me this whole letter and it was like, Oh, we're launching our influencer campaign and we really want you to be involved. And you would basically get a free monthly package of four items of my choice. And I'd get an exclusive discount code to share with my followers. And then they would repost our, my posts or stories or whatever once in a while, like the whole spiel that you usually get when you, um, when you get contacted for influencer campaigns. And it was like, if you are possibly interested, like shoot us an email and we'll send you more information. And so I was like, actually, I love Lush Cosmetics. And um, so, yeah, I'd love to get more info. And then the next email is when my red flag went up because the first thing I said is like, so you would get paid $4,000 for four posts over the month. What? And it could be like a couple in your stories, one in your feed. You could do a reel like, but I was like, Mm, no company just throws out $4,000 to an Instagram influencer, at least not with a following like mine. Like I'm not some like macro influencer who has like over a million followers. Like I'm like, that's this. So that (laughs) immediately I was like, "Mm, that doesn't sound right. So then I'm like, yeah. So then I'm Googling the person and I'm like, cause they had like a real email address, but it it looked like it was from, cause you know how sometimes you'll get contacted, like there's media or like companies that work with businesses. So you're not always contacted directly from like right. Lush Cosmetics. Like they might work with another company that is the one who helps them with their influencer programs. So I like looked this person up, I found them on LinkedIn and it said they worked for Lush Cosmetics. Obviously anybody can say they're whoever they want in an email, but I was like, okay. And I was like, but then also, can't you make a fake LinkedIn account? Like, who's verifying LinkedIn accounts? Like, I don't nobody. think anybody's verifying them. T 
Tell me, this is what I was trying to remember, because LinkedIn's been around now for probably like 12 years or so, but I feel like when LinkedIn first came out, you had to have it linked to like your work email. Like I remember I had to sign up for LinkedIn like with my work email. I don't know why that rings a bell, but I felt like there was a little bit more like verification purposes where I don't, I feel like I could just make a LinkedIn right now and I could say I'm the CEO. You could make a whole fake resume. Exactly. Absolutely. So it was like these kind of, so I'm finding, I found this girl that says she works for like, um, like social media or something for Lush Cosmo. I don't remember. So I'm, but I'm like, and then, so I'm like, okay, I'm going to look on Reddit and then I mean, oh, well then there was the other red flag I had. I was like, actually, I feel like a couple years ago, I remember Lush being like super anti-social media, like they were just not doing social media anymore. They were big on like um, sharing like a lot of the issues with Instagram and Facebook and um, issues that come with like minors being on social media and the bullying that comes along with it, all this stuff. And so they only use their social media once in a blue moon and it's to post about like those type of like social problems. And so I was like, okay, a company who has those issues with social media, aren't looking for influencers. So now I want to figure out what the scam is. So then I go to Reddit and it see there was tons of people posting about the Lush in, like influencer like scam. And it seems like basically they would have made me pay for shipping or something. And I either never get anything, obviously, and they just keep the money that I paid for shipping or they keep they like steal my information from how I paid for it. I'm not really sure. I got lots of like various um, answers, but I was like totally going back and forth with this lady. But the second she said four thousand dollars, I was like, that's too much money to be sending. Yeah, you should have just stopped at free product, and I'd probably be like, sure, I'll send you the shipping I love money. Lush. Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> so I was super. Um, so that was like my latest. I half these emails I usually get I ignore, and this one like caught my attention because I actually do have used Lush stuff in the past. And I was like, oh, I got like all excited. And then I was like, oh, never mind. This Aww. is. A- <laughs> so that reminds me, I actually got scammed this past week too. And I had got forgotten scammed. about it until right now. So basically um, when I moved in with Jordan, I got rid of my um, Costco account. Cause I was, I had a Costco account that I shared with my roommates and I went on Jordan's Costco account and Jordan has a Costco like credit card, like the city card or whatever. And so he just added me on that. So anytime we do like Costco shopping or I get my gas at Costco, I just put it on that because then we earn money back and we just like pay, we both like pay off that credit card. And so I wake up. So my habits because of work are really bad in the morning. So even though I'm not working, like the very first thing I check every morning is my work email. Like it's just, I'm obsessed. And so then I go to all my email accounts, right? So I go to my personal email and I have like 10 emails from Costco and it's like ordered. It looks like there's like three orders, but it was all one order that they were talking about. And I'm like, what the heck? Okay. I got scammed. Like, what is this? And at first I'm just hoping that like, it wasn't a real order. It was like a fake order. Cause I also get those from like the best buy. Yeah. Yeah. Geek squad all the time and stuff. I get those too. And, um, so I'm like, Oh shoot. And Jordan's still sleeping. So I wake Jordan up. I'm like, babe, your Costco card got hacked. Like they literally, so basically what happened was, and it turns out it wasn't his Costco card. Cause Jordan was freaking out. He's like, Oh my God. Like 
you like somebody must have like skimmed our cards at like a Costco gas station. I'm like, I don't think so. There's like literally people like attendants that work there, you know? And it turns out I don't ever use like the Costco.com website or their app or anything, but I've signed up for the app and I've used it maybe like twice in my life, the website. Mm -hmm. Um, But it turns out that they were able to hack the app or the website and my credit card information for Costco was stored there. And I didn't have the two factor authentication on for it because I don't ever use it. And somebody bought a PlayStation 5. And the first time I got the email, it looked like it was going to be shipped to my house. Well, then they went in and they changed it to their address, which was in Inglewood, and changed it to that. And then they can't, thankfully, Costco was like, this doesn't look right. And so they canceled the order. And then the person went in and deleted my entire Costco account. Like, I don't have a Costco account anymore. I got an email saying your account's been deleted. So when I called Costco, Are you sure they deleted it or do you think Costco deleted it? So when I called Costco in the morning, I was like, it looks like everything has been canceled, but I just want to make sure. And like, we canceled that credit card. We're getting a new one and everything. And I'm like, okay, so then it, I got an email saying that my account's been deleted. I'm like, did you guys do that for a security thing or did they? And he was like, oh no, we would never just delete your account. He's like, that's your like entire account history. Like we don't, we wouldn't do that. Like somebody would have to ask for that to be done. So the person that hacked my account probably used like their real name and address or something and like freaked out. And that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Um, Cause I looked up the address. It was for an apartment in Inglewood and it does exist. I just don't know if like the guy's name is really the person's name that lives there or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was a stressful like 7am morning, waking Jordan up, freaking him out, <laughs> ordering new credit cards, making <laughs> That so, whole they, thing. So, so it was on his credit card and, but Costco was able to cancel it. Like it was no, no issues. Yes. So luckily they can't, this all happened overnight, like while we were sleeping. And so luckily they must've noticed like, this is a red flag that like, it's a PlayStation five. We don't shop on Costco.com. They changed the address to somebody's name. That's not on our account and to an address that's not on our account. So luckily it looks like Costco caught, the security thing and changed it. Um, yeah. So it ended up being okay. But yeah, we had to order new credit cards. I have to go get a new membership number, blah, blah, blah. It's like a wor- worry about it when I get home problem at this point, everything's For taken sure. care of. But man, it's, I did have that moment of like being really, really scared. Like, oh crap, what else is out there? Cause I've gotten emails before from like, what is the, like I have an identity theft. Um, what is it called? Like that app credit karma or whatever yeah where it like tells you like it tracks your credit and makes sure whatever and I've had emails before where it's like oh your email address is on the dark web or blah 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 and you know and so I I do think that I do have an email and password combo that's on the dark web which I think is where they got my login to my costco.com account but I don't think it matters because for things that I use now I have two-factor authentication so it doesn't matter they can't do anything with it it's just old stuff, which typically doesn't matter because even if I do have a credit card on there, it's probably expired, you know? Yeah. Um, but for whatever reason, this Costco one didn't. So that was, looks like we are queens of getting scammed. Yeah. <laughs> I remember like this was years ago before I was even dating Jeff. And there it was one of the true crime podcasts I was listening to. And there was a whole episode about the dark web and some crazy shit that was going on on there. I don't even remember the story, but I remember that was like the most I had like, I had heard about the dark web, but that was like the most I'd really like heard about it. And I just like, I still sit here and I'm like, 
I don't understand. Like, what is the dark web? Like, how do I get there? Like, what? Like, I, I, I don't understand either. But George, there are these websites that like can't be like tracked or whatever. Like, yeah. they're like the 4chan. I don't even know if that's still a thing. Kind of like that. But Jordan's like basically they sell people's information, so people can buy like a CSV file of people's like information, and mm. they go. Let's just say they choose Costco.com that day. They go through the whole list of emails and passwords until one works and then when one works then they yeah. hope there's a credit card but, on file like, is the dark web like craigslist like i go in there and i look at different <laughs> categories of what i'm like looking for illegally That's what i don't understand either I like don't... and how do people know where like how how do they know how to find it and how do they find it like yeah like and like do i google like how do i get to the dark web and like somebody will tell me like, and then the FBI shows up and yeah, yeah, like the whole thing. I just don't know how you learn how to do it. And then like we're not just, criminals, Laura. I just have questions. <laughs> Anyways, how's your week been? We have not had much time to catch up. I know. I feel like I that's why I was when we first hopped on our call to record, I was like, um, I need you to come home. I feel like I haven't talked to you in forever. I have no idea what's going on. And then I started asking you like how your Christmas was, and I was like, never mind, we're gonna talk about it on the podcast, so I'll just hear it then. <laughs> But um, it was good. The last week has been um, nice. So a week ago was last Tuesday, um, which I think was like the day after the last time we recorded. We had had a double date planned for like ever with Annie and Brian. We don't get to do those very often because they have to get babysitters, stuff like that. So we only like go out with just the four of us, like maybe a couple times a year. And so we had had this planned for like a month or so. Um, we went to the cellar in Fullerton, which is a cool little restaurant. We were like, okay, we'll go there. We'll have happy hour. We can like eat something, have a drink, whatever. And then we had reservations later that night at our favorite tiki bar in Orange County called Strongwater. And so that was like the plan. So we got to the cellar and, um, I was originally just going to have a drink there and then I was going to wait and get something to eat at Strongwater, but I ended up like kind of getting hungry. They only had a few things on the happy hour menu and I was like, okay, I can't, I'm not going to eat like a big old steak sandwich because I won't be able to eat any of that. And then they had like mac and cheese, which I was like, that's, that'll make me feel like crap. And then they had like a lobster bisque and I was like, okay, maybe I'll just have like some soup now. And then I can have like something that has like some more protein later if I'm hungry. So I get this lobster bisque. It like shows up. It looks amazing it's like this big bowl which is like a pile of lobster like in the bowl and then they have like a kettle of like the bisque and then they like pour it over the lobster and I'm just like oh and I'm like eating it I'm like oh this is so good whatever within like 15 minutes I'm like oh I don't feel well like at all I was like this is not good so I like go to the restroom and I'm like in the restroom like I'm not doing well And I'm in there for like 15 minutes. Annie comes and checks on me. I'm like, yeah, I'll be out in a minute. I'm just like not feeling good. And I'm like sitting there thinking, I'm like, I'm such an idiot. Like I know since my surgery, I've become very dairy sensitive. Lobster bisque is literally probably like a cup of heavy cream. Like that I just like downed. Like I didn't even think of that. Like and me either. Like I literally thought about it with the mac and cheese. But when it came to the lobster bisque, I just, my brain went soup. And I was like, that's fine. And I didn't even finish eating it. It made me so sick. I'm like, okay, I come back out. I'm feeling a little bit better. They're like, do you want another drink? I was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm just trying to like feel better at the moment. And then I'm like, not feeling great, but I'm like, you know what? I'm going to try to go to the restroom one more time before we leave. So I went again, came back out and they're like, are you good? Like, are you still good to go to the next place? I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. So we go to Strongwater 
And like I said, I'm not feeling great, but I'm feeling okay. Like good enough where I ordered a drink and I was like, I don't want any food though. I'm just like, whatever. And then I like kind of started not feeling good again after like about a half hour, 40 minutes. So like I go try to go to the restroom. I come back out. I'm like sitting there. And then like all of a sudden I got that feeling you get when you like start getting like those cold, hot sweats. Uh. Like I was nauseous. I just felt, I was just like, um, I'm going to go outside and get some fresh air for a minute. So I like walk outside and then Annie like comes and follows me and she's like, are you okay? I was like, I don't know. I just feel really, really sick right now. I like, I don't feel good. And I'm like, just trying to get some air. And then like within like another minute or two, I was like, I think I need to get an Uber and go home. And Annie was like, no, no, no. Like me and Brian can Uber. Cause we had picked up Brian and Annie. She was like, we'll Uber home. Like Jeff, I'll go get Jeff. Jeff can like take you home. And so immediately Jeff comes out, we leave. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I'm ruining our double date night. Like, and like, Jeff, like, rushed me home because I was feeling so sick in the car. And, like, sure enough, like, I got home. I was throwing up. I was, like, so sick. And then by 11.15, I felt fine. Oh, my God. It was 100% the lobster bisque. I feel confident about it. Had to be. And then the next day, one of my friends who also had VSG surgery she was like, oh, my gosh, she's like, the first time I threw up after VSG was also lobster bisque. And I was like, oh, my God, seriously? She was like, yes, at the same restaurant. Oh, my gosh. Got so sick from it as well. So I was like, I think it's just way too rich for us. So I was like, we yeah. should not have stuff like that. It was just way, I don't know why my brain didn't think that I, like, it just didn't cross my mind. And I was in misery for a few hours and then once I I was able to throw up I felt like a million times better but that was the first time I had thrown up since my surgery the first time I had gone because I've been sick and I've not felt good thing from things I've eaten but that was by far like the the worst I had ever felt yeah and it was so the next day I was supposed to have so on Wednesday I was supposed to do my baking day with my mom which we had already rescheduled like a couple of times I had to reschedule for one reason then my dad had gotten COVID a couple weeks prior so I was like well I'm not coming over until dad and you both are like testing negative and so we finally had rebooked it and it was only like a couple days before Christmas so I was like I hope I feel good in the morning where like I'm up to doing this. And I never felt like 100% on Wednesday, but I definitely felt fine. Um, So I went to my mom and dad's the next day. We did our like annual baking day. We made three different cookies. We made some candied pecans. Um, I burned my finger horribly, which everybody has been noticing in like all of the Christmas photos I've been posting (laughs) because I've been getting so many DMs like, oh my God, what did you do to your finger? Oh (laughs) no. I have like, I burned myself so bad and it like had blistered up and it's been it's just giant scab now but it looks Uh, absolutely awful but um yeah so it was fun but we don't think my mom's oven is accurate we felt like the last two years like when we're baking it's been an issue like because it used to just be like oh well we're baking we have like too much stuff in the oven so it's obviously going to take a little longer but honestly even if we have one tray of cookies in the oven like a 12 minute cookie is taking like 18 to 20 minutes so I'm just like maybe I'll get to remodel my kitchen this year mom and next year we'll be able to do this (laughs) at my house well because we just need more workspace too we had like 
we have like so much stuff going on and like her and I both just don't have like a lot of space to do this kind of baking, but it was a fun day. And we just like, after we done baking everything, we package them all up. She has some neighbors and friends she takes them to. And then we have about seven or eight um, people. Cause I take some to Brian and Annie. I take some to Jeff's mom. And then we have like six neighbors that we take them to. So nice. Except it was, like, a struggle this year. Like, there were a couple houses. It, we, like, had to go to their house, like, three times. We, like, went or, like, ring the <laughs> like, door. Does anyone all. want these cookies? Yeah. Basically, well, because then I'm, like, I just, so I'm, like, storing them in the fridge. And I'm, like, well, I don't want to deliver you stale cookies. Like, at one point. So one neighbor never got them. I was just, like, I'm giving up. Like, we've come three times. And then I was, yeah. like, and then I was, like, well, maybe we'll leave them on the porch. But then I was, like. But what if they're on vacation? I was just like, forget it. Like, sorry, you don't get cookies this year. But <laughs> it's the thought that counts. Exactly. I was like, we still thought about bringing you cookies. But um, so yeah, that was Wednesday. Thursday went and finally got a pedicure. I hadn't had one since the wedding, so oh I was my in gosh. desperate need. Um, but I finally found a girl that I love. So since moving in with Jeff, so for the last over five years, I've always gone to the same girl for my nails. But I haven't found somebody I, like, loved for a pedicure and that I, like, loyally went to. But the girl I had had for the wedding, I really liked her. So I had, like, asked for her name and I, like, made a note of it in my phone. And um, I was like, okay, I'll go to her the next time, too. And if I feel like she was equally just as good, then this is going to be my my girl. And so I, like, loved her. She does, like, such a thorough job. And, of course, it's, like... I can't find a nail person that's like close to me. I have to drive like 15 minutes in Anaheim to go to her, but whatever. I don't have a job, right? What else do I have to do? <laughs> totally fine. Um, and then, yeah, that night was just Thursday night football. It was a really big Rams game against the state, the saints. It was like a must win um, if we wanted a shot at the playoffs. So we were really excited for that game and they won. That was fun. Um, and then Friday, Kind of did all of my last minute prep and grocery shopping for Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. Wanted to try to get all that done at the grocery store, even though it was already getting crowded. But I was trying to avoid the crowd. So I went early that morning before I went to the gym. And then that night we just hung out with our friends, Matt and Trisha. Um, They came over. uh, We hung out at the house for a bit. Then we went to um, one of our local breweries. They were doing live music and like a toy drive that night. So that was kind of fun. Hung out there for a little bit, had dinner, and then we just came home and hung out a little more at our house. Um, And then Saturday morning, I just hit up a Zumba class, started doing food prep for Christmas Eve for everything that I could prep ahead. And then that night we went to our friend Chelsea and Mike's house. They did like a little holiday, last minute holiday cocktail and app get together. Her parents are in town from the East Coast. So we got to visit with them for a bit. Um, So that was just a nice little festive evening and then we came home and watched Christmas Vacation one last time because I, must. I needed it and I think I've wa- I watched it only three times this year which isn't very much for me <laughs> I usually just like it's like background noise for me at this point like I can just have it on all the time um but Sunday was Christmas Eve um I had a lot of cooking I had to do that day I was in charge of bringing a couple of apps and mashed potatoes so one app I made is like a staple holiday app for me because it everybody always loves it. It's super easy and it's so pretty because it's like very red and green, but it's a cranberry jalapeno dip and it's so freaking good. All I do is like get a pie dish. I whip up some cream cheese, spread that on the bottom of the pie t- dish. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then um, I chop up a bag of fresh cranberries, a couple jalapenos, some cilantro, lemon juice, and sugar. You let that sit overnight, mix it all up. And then the next day, strain it because it like pulls out the like lemon juice and the sugar pulls out a lot of liquids. So you want to get rid of the liquid. And then you just put that over the cream cheese and you serve it with Ritz crackers. And I'm telling you, everyone loves it. It's so freaking good. so good. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and then my second app I made was beautiful. I was so happy with how it turned out and it was actually delicious. It was like this wreath made out of like crescent rolls and it was filled with brie, cranberry relish, crushed up pistachios and rosemary. And then you like wrap up the crescent rolls around it and bake it. And then they had suggested topping it with drizzled honey, but I felt like it had kind of enough sweet. I didn't feel like it needed more sweetness. I wanted it to keep some of that savoriness and it was so good also a huge hit so I was like okay saving that one for next year as well and then this was honestly my I've made mashed potatoes before but it's always just been for like me and Jeff like I've never had to make like a huge batch of mashed potatoes and I thought they were fine but I didn't think they were great I was like mom what do you think I did wrong and she like without a beat was like oh you didn't have enough salt and I was like oh I was like so you didn't think they were good either because <laughs> you are <already laughs> But everyone's like, no, they're good. And I was like, I don't know. I just think there's something about when you do it versus your mom. Like, your moms are just going to be better. 100% agree. <laughs> and so I was like, I'm not making mashed potatoes. You're making them next time, mom. It's better. <laughs> and they just take freaking forever. Like, peeling five pounds of potatoes, which Jeff helped do that. And then just chopping them all and boiling them and then mashing it. I don't know. Just took too long. I was like, I'm buying these at Costco next time. Yeah, I was going to say, and just the put Costco them in your own dish. Delicious, so. Everybody likes them. Yeah, I agree. But um, yeah, so we went to Brian and Annie's, my brother and sister-in-law's house. Um, they hosted this year. We went over there around two o'clock. We had cocktails and appetizers. Jeff's mom and aunt came over. So did my parents. Um, Brian made this bourbon cocktail. So when we were at the cellar for our double date earlier that week, um, the bartenders, they're like craft bartenders. So they're like good at this and stuff. And he was like, if you were going to make like some type of cocktail for Christmas for your family, like what would you make? And he was like, let me think about it. And so he was thinking on, and then like the bartender just started like coming up with this concoction and like gave us a free drink and we all liked it. And so he like then told Brian everything he put in it. So Brian like took down notes and then that was like the drink Brian made for Christmas. Oh, and it was cool. like this bourbon cocktail, which I was like not excited about, but it was so good. You would have liked it, Steph. Ooh. But it had like, he made like some type of cinnamon syrup that was in it. And it had like cranberry and peach in it. It was just really good. And then we also did some like, cranberry French 75s which are really good but um yeah we're big on having our like signature cocktails for our holidays and they have not disappointed lately <laughs> so uh, good. but 
Yeah, for dinner, Annie overdid it as usual. That girl does not know how to not overdo it. There was so, (laughs) so, so much food, so much good food. Everything was, like, amazing. And I had shared that Thanksgiving, like, isn't really a big deal to me. So, like, I didn't remember, like, being bummed that I couldn't eat more of it. Like, there was a couple sides I wish I could have eaten more. But I was, like, bummed on Christmas Eve. Like, I was, like... I am very sad that I can't eat more of this right now because this is all so freaking good. But she made a big ass prime rib. We had lobster tails, garlic rolls. She did cream corn, cream spinach. There was a salad. She did a duck with like bao buns. So you could do like some bao buns with duck in it, whatever. Broccolini and mushrooms. We had mashed potatoes, mac and cheese. There was just like so much good stuff. Oh I like gosh. I made sure I ate my lobster tail and a few bites of prime rib before I like went to everything else and I was like so full for like anything else but it was all so freaking good um but I know I've shared this before but I just really really love and feel super fortunate that we're able to celebrate with like both of our families we all live close our families get along so it just makes it really nice not to like I have so many like what was that excuse me my parents' dog just busted in the room. I was like, it's I so gotta cool. go. Bye. Hi, <laughs> Intermission. Bye. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> she She's so smart. She knows how to open the door. So she jumps up. And they have, like, the kind of door that, like, you know, the little handle that you flips. And down. so she just flips, yeah. taps the handle and busts the door open and just does whatever she wants. <laughs> it's her world. We're just living in it. Yeah. <laughs> it literally sounded like somebody went, like, crashing into your wall. <laughs> she did. Um, but like I was saying, I feel fortunate because I have friends and family who like can't come to like some holidays. They're like, oh, this year, like we're going to so-and-so's house or whatever. But I just love that. Like, I don't have to pick and choose when I can see my family or when Jeff's going to see his family because we just get to do it together. And it makes it so easy because I also don't have to celebrate twice for things. Like, it's just, I, I feel very fortunate with that. So, um, And then Christmas Day, yeah, Christmas Eve really is our big celebration. So Christmas Day has kind of in recent years become just more casual. And um, so Jeff and I actually, even the last few years, we've decided like when we get home from Christmas Eve or when everybody has left our house, we do our gifts and stuff that night so that Christmas morning we can kind of like sleep in and then like we just get up, get ready and leave. We don't feel like we have to do our own like Christmas thing at the house. So we've kind of made Christmas Eve night our little night to like, we put on Christmas music and we do our gifts and stuff. And so we did that Christmas Eve and then Christmas morning, we just got up, we wore our pajamas all day and we just went to Jeff's mom's house for brunch. She made eggs, bacon, sausage, crepes. We had champagne, all that good stuff. Then after breakfast, we just do gifts with the family and stuff. And we probably leave there around one, one thirty. So it's just like an easy casual morning over there. We got home, cleaned up the house, put on football, and just hung out until my parents came over around probably three or so. And they wanted to just have a casual day, too. So we, um, I even told them, I was like, hey, we're going to be wearing pajamas or sweats or something, so feel free. And my mom's like, I love it. That's my stuff. My mom literally showed up in her pajamas and slippers. Like, she was Thank ready. You. Like, um, But they had been wanting to check out our uni pizza oven um, that we had gotten as a wedding gift. And so since we usually do something casual for dinner anyway, I was like, okay, this is a perfect night. Like, why don't we do like a pizza night? My dad had been sick this month. So my parents hadn't decorated really for Christmas this year. 
So I was like, well, at least let's let's do it at our house then. Like, at least we have like the Christmas tree. We have up the decorations and then we'll do like we'll just do pizzas and stuff. And it was so much fun. We just laid on the couch, had a drink, watched football and opened some gifts. And then Jeff did um, the pizzas for us. Like he like set up all the dough and everything. And we all made our pizzas. We had all sorts of various toppings and. I was mad. I forgot to make my, I bought all this stuff to make a salad and then I forgot to make it. Oh um, no. Nobody reminded me, but um, <laughs> yeah, it was just, I don't know. It was nice, but it was like the chillest day, but I was still exhausted by the time everybody left. So Jeff and I just finished watching football and I was so ready to go to bed after that. So went to bed kind of early and, but I will say, so it was a very stressful day of fantasy football on Christmas. Um, so I was very invested because it was very close for my, um, and I was in the semifinal, so I was like, I got to win if I want to make it to the end next week. And I was thinking I was going to be losing and I was going to be out of it until the very end. And I'm in the championship next week. So I am very proud of my fantasy football team this year. And I either win, if I win the game, I win 400 bucks. If I lose, I still win 100. So either way, get, you're a winner, it sounds like. Either way, I'm a winner. And I did get a lot of injuries this weekend, though. So. We'll see how many of them are playing next week, but I will report back if I'm a fantasy winner or loser. Um, And that was, was just yesterday, just Christmas. I feel like Christmas was already like two or three <laughs> days ago. And like I'm getting so tired of talking. Um, <laughs> but okay, so we're on today. And yeah, I just, this morning I was like, I told Jeff last night, I was like, okay, I'm setting an alarm for tomorrow. Sorry, but I have to go to the gym in the morning. Like, I just really feel like I need to like get back in there. So I went and did a workout this morning. I did a high fitness class, which those are like some of my favorites now. Um, And then we went and visited Jeff's mom. It's her birthday today. So we went and stopped by there for a little bit, dropped off her gift and visited with her for a bit. And um, I know we were talking about this in the beginning of the episode, but it's like you're either the undecorate ASAP or leave it up. And like I was saying, like in my 20s and early 30s, I like never wanted to take it down. There was literally one year I think I kept it up for at least another month. And (laughs) it was like I'd have to force myself. I'm like, okay, Laura, like this is getting ridiculous. You have to take down your decorations. But now I am like, I don't want another decoration up by the time my birthday hits on the 28th. I want it done. I wanted to start taking it down on Christmas night. And Jeff was like, no, we're going to sit here and finish watching football with the Christmas decorations up. He's like, you could take it all down tomorrow. So (laughs) uh, today, Jeff took all the stuff down outside. I've taken all the decorations down, um, except my three trees. That's the only thing left I have to do. And I just have to pack it all up. But by the end of today, all of Christmas will be gone. So I was going to ask if you had decorated undecorated before you left but um no we didn't like I have it planned like that Friday when we get back that's like on my agenda for that day but we really don't have that many decorations either like we have our tree and then just a few other like trinkety type decorations and like a garland with lights on our balcony and that's yeah so it's it's gonna take me like I mean the tree's kind of a thing but so it'll take under an hour to do all the decorations I'm jealous this is all like the outside takes hours, obviously, for Jeff, but even the inside, it's just we have boxes and boxes of stuff to, like, pack back up. And I'm mad because I wanted to get new boxes for the ornaments, but I never went and got that. So it's like, do I want to go to Target after we hang up here and go get that? Or do I just want to move on and use my same boxes and I'll get new ones next year? It's like, probably that. I wanted to, like, get organ, like, reorganize everything, but now that it's, like, here, I just want to get it away and 
Yeah, that's how I would be. I'm like, nope, this is not the year. We're putting it away. Yeah, but I am trying. I had, like, I've been, because Jeff tries to say, like, if you haven't used this decoration for a couple of years, like, just get rid of it. And so there were a few things I had gotten rid of um, when I decorated. And so I'm going to kind of try to reorganize it a little better and an inventory. get rid of some other things. Because I do know there's a lot of things that I keep. I don't want to put out, but I keep for like nostalgic reasons, but it's like, it's like, oh, I take it out. I like, oh, I like that decoration. And then I don't use it. And then I put it back in the box. And then the next <laughs> year I look at it and I go, ah, oh, and then, so it's like, there's those things, but I'm like, I just, I need the space. I want it to be as organized because I had it very organized this year and it just makes it so much more efficient for decorating too. So Absolutely. Um, I want to just shove everything in a box, but I know if I keep it organized, it makes it easier for me next year. So hundred percent. Oh my God. It's your turn. Please talk for a little bit. <laughs> Tell me how so your week my, has been. My last week has been good. Um, Tuesday was our get ready to leave day. So I did my whole cleaning cause you got to leave the house clean before you go on vacation. Yep. Laundry packed for our trip and everything. And then that night Jordan decided that he wanted to go to his favorite Din Tai Fung for dinner. So that's at South Coast Plaza. So we went and braved South Coast Plaza. I say Can't that. Believe you guys like, did that. <laughs> it was like, the, it was a two, that was a Tuesday. Yeah. So it was a Tuesday, like evening, but less than a week from Christmas. And Jordan was like, no, it shouldn't be bad. It was so busy. Like there were so yeah. many cars, didn't I? I think we had like an hour to an hour and a half wait on a Tuesday night. And so we just like browsed stores and walked around and did the South coast at Christmas thing. Um, and then had a really good dinner and Wednesday we're up early for our flight our Uber was on time this time so if you guys don't remember Thanksgiving was a nightmare we had like multiple Ubers cancel on us and had to end up just driving our own car to the airport and pay like $200 to park our car for the week um so this time we scheduled it in advance I'm sure it costs like $10 extra to do that than just to wing it in the morning but our Uber came, we got to the airport way too early. Like we were those people who were like, well, we have like 90 minutes. So what are we going to do? Um, but I think we were just traumatized from like the hecticness of Thanksgiving that yeah. we just wanted to make sure we'd get to the airport. So did that, um, flew to Seattle, had our three hour layover in Seattle, which is so insane because from the Seattle airport to my parents' house, it's only like two and a half hours if you drive. So yeah. it's so wild to think that you're like sitting in an airport for longer than it would take to drive, but just with like the mountain pass and everything, like you never know if it's going to be icy, if it's going to close because there's snow. Um, so it's just easier. So um, luckily Jordan has an American Express card. So we just went to the Amex lounge and had lunch and a couple glasses of champagne. And those airport lounges are just so nice to have somewhere comfortable to sit for a few hours. Like, I don't yeah. think I've had many layovers in my life until recently. And it's a game changer. Like to get a, a credit card that has that access or pay for your favorite airline airport lounge. Like it was so funny. I saw this video on TikTok this week that was like, Things I do as an adult that like just make sense, like doesn't necessarily mean they're a bargain, but like it makes sense. And this was like listed as one of those, like uh -huh. the person was like a Delta person or something. And so she was like, buy a, buy myself a yearly Delta membership and all these other things that like, yes, they're pricey, but like, do you, you know, you're going to go spend money in an airport if you're there for three hour labor anyways, like get yeah. a membership to one where you can go have unlimited food and drinks and somewhere comfy to sit. So Definitely love that. Um, boarded our flight to Yakima. It was so cute. We were like, because the Yakima flight, like you walk 
like kind of onto the tarmac because they're smaller planes. And so Jordan like stopped me on the tarmac to tell me he loved me. Like remember the first time he told me he loved me was on the tarmac. It was so cute. Was that, I'm trying to remember, was that first time when you guys were on the tarmac in Yakima too? It was in Seattle. So we were getting off the plane from Yakima and walking like into the Seattle airport. So it was like the opposite this time, but it was so cute. I'm like, Oh, this isn't the first time you told me you love me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So we arrived in Yakima. It's like, I think it's like a 20 or 25 minute little hopper flight. It's so easy. Um, My dad picked us up from the airport. We got to the house, said hi to everyone, did the whole puppy thing. And then went to my favorite brewery here, Bail Breaker, um, which is like, what we typically do every time we arrive. That's like our first stop. Um, And then we came home and my mom made Zupa Toscana for dinner. So that was delicious. And then Thursday, um, my sister worked all day. So Jordan and I went out to lunch with my mom and dad at this restaurant called Koichi Kitchen, which was delicious. We split the best prime rib dip. I was thinking about that. I'm like, I literally think if I could pick like five favorite foods, prime rib dips or like French dips are definitely in my top five. I think I'm in agreement with you. It's like one of those that I don't think about, but like when I see a good one on a menu, I always want it. Always want it. And this one was so good, Laura. Like the bread was amazing. The meat was super good. The au jus was delicious. The horseradish. It was like, it was, see, I like the horseradish that like completely clears out your sinuses and is like spicy and stuff. This one was not that, but it was so good. Like, I can't describe how good it was. It was delicious. I always ask for extra horseradish sauce on the side, assuming I'm going to need more because they usually don't put enough. And it's like, I want to have a little bit of burn. Like, I need a little bit of that. Oh, that sounds so... I'm with you, though. Prime rib dip, I'm going to say top five, too. It's so good. Yeah, absolutely top five, for sure. Yeah. Um, And then we just did a little window shopping, walked around a few of the gift shops in town just to be out of the house. Um, My sister did work all day, so when she got off, she was stir-crazy and wanted to get out. It's so so weird. Like, we're all in the same season, right? But winter feels so different here. Like, it's so cold. It doesn't... Like, the sun doesn't come up until, like, 8 in the morning. It goes down at, like, 4. So they just have shorter days, and so you do have this sense of feeling, like, more stir-crazy here. Yeah. Um, so we had plans to make homemade meatballs for dinner that night, but my sister was like, I need to get out of the house. So we went to um, a place down the street provisions and had a cocktail before coming home and making dinner. So nice to just get out. And then Friday, my sister was Wait, dying to no, go. Those meatballs looked amazing. First Holy of all, crap, they were so good. I never make homemade meatballs and they're like amazing. I need to know, like, was it any type of special recipe or... I think they took like part of a recipe and like added to it, but I'll try to find out. I'm like trying to write it down like so the recipes to everything we've made here. Cause it's all so good. Um, but Friday, my sister, my sister's a big like breakfast brunch. She likes going out for breakfast and brunch. We don't do it very often. So it's nice when we're here um, to do it once in a while. And so we went to one of her favorite places. I think it's called 11th street cafe. Um, and it's just so nice. Like the waiter knows her and my parents. He's like super cool. Um, she ordered a mimosa and so he brought her two just because like he knows her and knows she loves her mimosas. It was so cute. <laughs> um, but that was good. And then the afternoon we went to my parents' favorite local winery called Sheridan Vineyards for a wine tasting. 
and they had so many wines. Like I'm pretty sure there were like eight wines in the tasting. It was insane. <laughs> um, and then that evening we had dinner reservations at my favorite restaurant in Yakima called Crafted. I think I've talked about it before. Yes. They like locally source all of like their produce and meats and everything like that. And then everything's shareable and meant to be shared on their menu. So you choose like a couple of the vegetable dishes and a couple of the meat dishes and it's delicious. Um, and I had a couple movies on my agenda that I wanted to watch while we were here because I, Jordan and I did not watch any Christmas movies this year. So I'm like, there's two that I, I have to watch and Elf was one of them. So we came home that night and watched Elf, which is a Christmas classic. And then Saturday, Jordan, my sister and I went out that morning and did a couple local Yakima um, shops. And one of the shops is really cute. It's called the Yakima Ship Shop, I think. And they just do a lot of like local um candles and candies and food items and everything's like pacific northwest and so we made like a cute little like care package of some of our favorite like local goodies to send to jordan's parents um so we did that and then my sister is obsessed with cryotherapy right now she's in her wellness era she goes like once a week and so she's been talking to jordan and i about it since she was in california in october and so she had booked us all an appointment to go so we were kind of just like we didn't have a choice because we didn't need to book it. She booked it for us. Um, so we went, Jordan went first, which apparently like the first person that goes, it's the coldest. So Jordan got like the most brutal part of it. And then my <laughs> sister went and then I did. And it's kind of cool. Cause we were like all in the same room and there's just a curtain. So like, and there's like a lady in there that makes sure you don't die too, you know? So yeah. there's like a curtain. And so you change and you get in. And then once she knows you're in, you, she opens the curtain. So you can like talk to whoever or whatever. Yeah. Um, it was freezing. Have you ever done it? No. And I've always wanted to try it. Tell me about it. I, okay. So there's like a low, medium and high, like intensity or whatever. Jordan and my sister both did the high and I was too scared. So I went medium (laughs) and I'm in there. Like you put like these socks on and then these little like slide shoes. And then you put like gloves or mittens on and that's it. Like that's all you have on. And I'm in there and you so you're butt naked for everything else, right? You're butt naked. Guys okay. are supposed to wear like boxer briefs, um, but girls are supposed to be naked. And so, so why you're do in they the- have to wear boxer briefs? I but think it has shoes. something to do with their junk. I'm not sure why, okay. but okay. something down that region. Um, and I'm literally dying. So they have this screen and they have fans on like the lower part of you, the middle part of you and the upper part of you. And it usually like, the cold, like the level of cold usually hits the bottom first. And then the top is like the last to hit that level of cold. So they have these fans going. And once they hit the temperature, like it shuts off. So like the very low one shut off first. And then I was like 35 seconds in and was like, I don't think I can finish this. And you have to stand there for three minutes. Like I was literally about to quit and just open the door and go, I can't do this. But I sucked it up and I did it. And it does. So they tell you the first 60 seconds are the worst. Like that's the hardest. And it's so true. Like the first 60 seconds were very, very intense, but I knew like, okay, I'm going to trust this girl who's telling me that like after 60 seconds, it gets better. And she was right. It did get better. I finished it. I was so proud of myself. I don't think it's something like I love enough that I'm going to go home and like do regularly. Um, But I love that my sister's doing it. Like she did like a cryofacial thing too, while we were there. And she's just like very in her, um, in her like wellness era. So I love yeah, that I've for her. Always wanted to try that. And then I also want to try one of the um 
Is it deprivation tanks? The dark tanks that you go oh, in. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. the float tanks. The float tanks where you go in and you literally just float in the dark. I, yeah. yeah. It kind I of scares Sharks would be like traumatizing for me though. But there's no sharks. It's just a little tank of water. But, but it, I don't know if I would get claustrophobic. That's the one thing that scares me. Yeah. And they say, they say people do You can like, yeah. I guess you can like open the lid a little bit, but then it kind of takes away from like what you're paying to do, you know? Exactly. Um, but that afternoon we went to one of my favorite local wineries called Freehand. I go there every single time. You guys have seen me post about it a million times. It was packed when we got there. They had live music and it was just, it's also that time of year where like everybody wants to sit inside. Nobody wants to sit outside. Yeah. Um, so it was just packed. So we got like a couple appetizers and had some wine and it was nice. Um, and then later that evening we did a late dinner because everybody was so full back to provisions. Um, they kind of slacked on my favorite chicken sandwich. Like, you know, I always hype that chicken sandwich. There's like, the best chicken sandwich in the world. It was just not not the best chicken sandwich in the world this time. I don't know if it's semaglutide or if it was their quality control, but something <laughs> happened. So um, Sunday was Christmas Eve. My mom made a breakfast casserole in the morning. We had mimosas and then just had like a really nice, relaxing, mellow day. We just had football on all day. We played Yahtzee and some games and then did our Christmas Eve tradition, which is king crab legs and champagne. So I never realized how easy making king crab legs are. Like you literally just need to like heat them up like in the oven. It's so easy. Yeah. Um, and then just serve it with melted butter and, and champagne. And melted like, butter. Yeah. Literally. Like I, I'm like, I could do this. Like if I, I had to do this on my own, I could do it. I want this tradition so bad to be mine, but Jeff and Brian won't eat freaking crab legs. So I can't <laughs> do it. Oh man. They are missing out. Oh, um, and then Monday was Christmas. So we woke up, my mom made like this really good, like cinnamon roll type breakfast, but it was like shaped like a snowflake. Like it was like a puff pastry and you like shape it into a snowflake. So it was oh, cute. so good. We did our presents and it was so much fun. I don't know if you feel like this with Penny too, but we don't have any kids in our family. So you have Harrison and Charlotte, which probably makes Christmas really fun, but we don't have any kids in the family. So to watch our dogs open their gifts, <laughs> it's <laughs> they are they were so excited like first of all they got more gifts than anyone else in the room and they were like so excited it was the cutest thing ever I'm like this must be how parents feel about their children I love it so much yeah Penny, well, um, it's funny because we did gifts on Christmas Eve night and we have like all of Penny's stuff in a bat and we're like we give her one and then we get her excited and then we'll give her another one in a few <laughs> minutes like but um she was so tired because she had been like with Pepper all day that she was like there was not as excited about her toys like she usually is because she was just like I just want to sleep you guys and I'm like the crazy aunt that like breaks all the rules too so my sister has a rule with the dogs where there's no balls allowed in the house like she doesn't like the throwing the ball through the house and having yeah. them run or whatever so I had found on Amazon a dog toy that was called an indoor ball Still a ball, still not allowed, but it says it's an indoor ball. So I got, and who, and which toy do you think was their favorite? The indoor the ball. Indoor ball. <laughs> so I win Christmas. What makes um, it an indoor ball? That day, same thing. We just had football on all day, played games, relaxed, um, and then started making our Christmas paella, which is our Christmas dinner tradition. Um, so my parents went to Spain, like, I feel like it's been like, five to 10 years ago now. And ever since that Spain trip, they've been uh, 
obsessed with paella on Christmas and it's so good. My sister's kind of, my mom's like the prepper. So she gets like everything ready. And then my sister's like the cooker, but it takes like 90 minutes to like two hours mm-hmm. to make. It's a whole ordeal. Like you were standing there for like that whole time. And so I was just keeping her company while she was doing it. We opened a good bottle of wine, enjoyed it with our paella. And I just love that that's our Christmas tradition. I feel like it's like different from everybody else's, I guess. Like it's different than even like what I grew up with. Like I grew up with roasts or, you know, like your traditional Christmas type things. And so my mom was even talking about trying something new sometimes. And I was like, no, like (laughs) this is what makes like our Christmas different. Like I love doing this. Um, So it was just really nice. I look forward to those Christmas, that Christmas Eve and Christmas dinner tradition. I went many, many years without being able to come home every Christmas and for sure missed every single Christmas Eve for had to be like 20 years, you know, when I was with Joey and his whole situation. So it, I'm just like, I don't want to miss those things anymore. So they're super important to me. And then we ended our night watching the next movie that I wanted to watch, which was National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, just like you guys. Yeah. And just felt good to get both of my favorite Christmas movies in. We didn't do uh, a lot of Christmas movies, didn't watch any new ones this year, but got the two OG best ones in. I literally forgot to watch Elf this year. Like you reminded me. Like the other night, I was literally trying to think, I was like, I should have Googled it because I was like, what Christmas movies am I missing this year? Like I felt like we'd watched a lot. And I was like, but I feel like I haven't seen them all. Literally never watched Elf. How did you not watch Elf? I'm so Jeff, sad for it's you. not Jeff like w- likes it, but he doesn't love it. And That's so how Jordan is. He didn't like jump on reminding me, but um, <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's easier when he actually loves the movie too. But yeah, I actually didn't watch that or Christmas Story this year, which is not usual. Oh my gosh! Well, bring on Christmas 2024. Yeah. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> so yeah, that was my week. Um. I have a few more days here in Yakima and then head home for a few days and then back to reality, back to the work year. I know. 2024. Let's go. Let's do it. Any wellness updates for us? I mean, not too much. I'll just go over that really quick. I mean, I had kind of mentioned earlier how I have really felt like garbage the last few days. I can even see it in my face. Like I just feel, you know, when you haven't been eating, you've been eating out a lot or just like, not eating healthier meals, you're drinking more, you just feel puffier, like your face just feels like you've had a little too much sodium, whatever it is, I don't know, but I mean, because I haven't been trying to eat well the last few days, I just, I wanted to enjoy the holidays, I'm, obviously I, when I'm full, I stop eating that kind of thing, so I'm not mad at myself about it, I just don't feel great, and I know, like, my body's feeling it, and I'm just craving that normalcy again, so with Jeff being off work all of this week, my birthday's in a couple days, Um, I know there's still going to be a lot of going out and about and doing all of that, but I'm just, I told Jeff, I was like, I'm still making sure I'm going to go to the gym every day this week. I want to make sure I'm still doing, keeping into that groove, which I've been doing nonstop since being back from our honeymoon. So I'm really proud of that, but I'm ready to get that, the food back into a normal routine as well. So I'm just looking forward to the start of the year when we can be back into meal prepping and planning and eating at home more. And cause I feel like during normal time, it's like we might go out during the weekends and stuff, but like during the week, it's pretty much eat at home, all the boring stuff. Like, but I don't feel like I've been hardly cooking at home the last month and I am over it. Yes. <laughs> so, I and I like haven't that. like, I've still been like gaining or waning. Gosh, I can't talk. I've been weighing myself still every day this last week. 
Um, and I haven't gained a lot, but every day I have been gaining like, so I had like the night I got sick on Tuesday, I dropped like three and a half pounds that next morning. And then since then, I think pretty much like since the next day, I've gained like 0.2, 0.3 every day, pretty much. Um, so when it all adds up, I've probably only gained like two of those pounds back. But um, because I know I've still been working out and everything, but I'm still like gaining every day, I know I'm just like not I'm not hitting protein goals. I'm eating way too many sweets. I had like such a bad headache yesterday and I was like, I didn't even have to think about it. I was like, I definitely know it's from like the sugar. Because I've been oh at, like these candy and then like a cookie. Like there's definitely these sweets that I've been eating that I'm not used to eating and I don't regularly eat like that. But all I don't know. the goodies. Yeah, I'm just ready to get rid of those bad habits because it's so easy to like fall into these like bad like oh, let's just get fast food real quick. Or, oh, I just want another cookie. Like, it's easy to get into these bad habits again. And so I'm just really trying to like, nope, got to focus, got to focus. So yes, um, that's kind of it for me. Nothing too much, really. What about you? Yeah, no big updates um, either since, it, you know, it has been the Christmas week. I've been in Washington. I haven't really been trying too hard, but I also haven't been putting like too much pressure on myself. But I think that's what like I'm realizing again. Like I keep having like these like, and I'm sure you do too, because you just had your weight loss surgery. You know, this is your first Christmas and holiday season experiencing it too. It's just like, I feel like every time I hit like Christmas or something and I'm like, oh my God, like I have this tool that like, I don't even have a choice. I I really can't go too overboard on it because like physically, like my body just tells me like, you're done. You cannot eat anymore. Um, So it is like the nice thing. It like worries me that like, I already know I don't have that self-control on my own. If I did, I wouldn't need medication for it, you know? But um, it's nice to not have to put the pressure on myself and know that I can still enjoy everything that I want, but it really does prevent me from overdoing it. It really, you know, like even at lunch today, like we went out to lunch today and I was like stressing, not stressing, but I was like overanalyzing what I was going to eat for lunch because I know we're going to my parents' neighbors for dinner tonight. And I'm like, I don't want to get there and like not, be hungry enough to enjoy like a cocktail and whatever they're making for dinner because I overdid it at lunch. So you're having to like kind of plan out in your head just so you're able to enjoy everything versus just one meal, you know? Absolutely. Um, And that was Jeff and I kind of same thing today. Like we were wanting to go out to lunch at this one place we really like, but Jeff was like, well, wait, what are we doing for dinner tonight? And I was like, I don't know. He was like, I feel like we're going to get done like decorating tonight. We're going to be pooped. And he's like, I feel like we're going to want to go to dinner. I was like, it's possible. And so we like cancel it. We ended up like diverting where we were driving to. And we ended up just getting El Pollo Loco because we knew we could have something smaller, something lighter. And it was just like one of those little things we knew we could make a better decision so that we could enjoy tonight, whatever that might be. 100%. Um, another one of the things that I'm noticing a big difference on with the semaglutide is alcohol. Like I just cannot drink the way I used to on this medication. Kind of jealous. It's so crazy. I'm just like, I get so full and I'm like, I don't want to get full off alcohol and then not want to eat. Like I need to eat, you know? And so, and then some drinks just don't taste as good as they used to. Like I used to be a big wine girl. Wine girl was like my family, um, social drink like we would just pour wine oh you know all night long and I just can't like it doesn't taste as good I get full it makes me feel crappy in the morning like there was one morning here where I didn't even overdo it near what I would have overdone it in the past and I still just felt so crappy in the morning that I'm definitely finding myself like partaking less in alcohol 
um, it's really like showing my body, like how it makes me feel and how much I can tolerate of it. Um, so that's like a good and a bad thing. Um, <laughs> cause it's definitely like one of like the social fun parts of the holidays and yeah. you know, everything like that. So it's good for my health and bad for the social fun <laughs> part of everything. Um, and then exercise. So I know I've been saying this, but I really need to start doing something and I don't want to throw myself into something that feels like too crazy. Like I just want to like baby step it in 2024 when I get home, you know, and like being here, like my family is so active. I don't know how I'm the only one that didn't get those jeans. It drives me crazy, (laughs) but like both my mom goes to the gym every single day. She either goes to the gym or she swims laps at the pools or she goes to a personal trainer every single day. Like even Christmas, my dad is an at-home workout person. So he'll either do, they have like a rowing machine and a treadmill. So he'll do one of those two things. And he has like his Apple fitness thing and he puts it on and does that every single day. My sister, literally like 60 to 90 minutes of a workout. She just does Peloton. She splits them up into chunks. So she'll do like a treadmill and then an upper body and whatever, whatever, every single day. And I'm like, why am I the only one that like you, you can't even pull me up to go for a walk right now. Like, I'm like, nope, it's cold outside. Like, I'm like, why am I the one that got the gene that just like, doesn't want to move? Um, lazy ass gene. Literally. And so I'm just, I don't want to like start crazy where like, I feel like I'm like this like person, like, oh, now I'm a workout girly. Cause like, I am not like, I just want to like freaking move my body. Cause I know I'll feel better, you know? Um, so that is definitely on the agenda when I get home. That's one of those things that like I tell myself now, like, don't wait until January 1st for it. Like just literally start it like the day you get home, like that Friday that you get home, just go for a walk. It's 30 minutes out of your 24 hour days. So that's on my agenda. If there's ever anything you want to do, because I'm trying to stay good at it. If there's ever anything you want to do together, let me know. Love it. We definitely need to, because I need every, every time I see, it's so funny, like how motivation works too. And that's the great part about being in like weight loss. Instagram is like seeing when other people post their workouts and stuff, like every day when you post yours and I'm like, Holy shit. Like she burned 600 calories in like 45 minutes this morning. Like that would be amazing. Um, All of those things really are motivating. Yeah. I know obviously like the place I go to isn't like convenient to you, but it's so cheap that if you ever wanted to like even just go on like Saturday mornings for like the nine o'clock class or something or whatever, like we could totally do stuff like that. I would absolutely be in. Um, speaking of exercise, let's get to our bed wed dead because I made this week's bed wed dead an exercise edition. And you made it very easy for me. We are going three easy forms of exercise. I say easy. Um, You don't need equipment forms of exercise. Walking, hiking, and running. Okay. Um, Bed, hike, wed, walk, dead, run. We're the same person. Yeah, like run, absolutely not. No, thank you. I always thought like even like, oh, maybe as I lose weight, like I like, no, anytime, even when I've lost weight, I don't like to run. I don't think that's fun. Like I've never found fun in it when I have tried, like I've tried doing like the couch to 5k, all that stuff. Nope. Not interested. Um, hiking I'm leaving in just because I don't hate it as much as running, but I don't even really love hiking either. Like people, like I remember 
when you guys were giving me ideas on things for like the bachelorette, I immediately respond. Like there was like a whole list and I was like, I'm telling you right now, I don't want to do yoga and I don't want to hike. So like, just like <laughs> take those things we're off. We're not exercising on my bachelorette weekend. That's yeah, not the no. weekend. Um, and like, as I get in more shape, I do enjoy a light hike, maybe a little more, but like anything that is more than like, I like your average light trail that doesn't yes. have much going with it. But or there's a good know. spot for a picture. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's the kind of hike. But other than that, here for a good walk, sure, that's great. If I have to pick one of these three, walk all day, any day. I'm the same. Like, I think sometimes because you see what pe- other people do on social media, you see, you know, you're going to your workout class and so-and-so is at Grit Cycle and so-and-so is at Orange Theory and somebody has a personal trainer and they're weightlifting. And you just think that like walking doesn't deserve the same yeah. like credit. And I'm like, it absolutely, it's such a good form of exercise. It really is. I think it's so overlooked. And I definitely think that I'm going to bed with walks going to, um, or yeah, no marrying walks. So wed bed hike. I love a hike. I don't like one that makes me like not be able to breathe because it's all uphill. I've done those. I don't love those. I like the more scenic hikes where there's like a little bit of elevation or something, but it's more just like, you're just walking in nature basically. And running same. Like I remember in 2020, right when the pandemic started, I was like, I'm going to become a runner in these two weeks that were watching the curve. (laughs) And I went running once and I had to like run for a minute, walk for three, run for a minute, walk, you know, and the next morning. Were you doing the outdoor walk run videos from uh, Peloton? Because I was doing the same thing. I thought I was going to become a runner too. I actually was because they were doing a free like trial or something because of COVID. I literally, after that first time I started running, I got next morning, I woke up and my hips hurt so bad. I'm like, how are my hips hurting? Like what made this hurt? And I just can't, I don't know how to breathe and run at the same time. It's just, it's never going to work for me. I don't like it. There's nothing fun about it. It sucks. I'm with you. (laughs) All right, let's hit it. Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week has been my dessert obsession since I've been here, and that is affogados. Am I oh, it? yeah. Oh, my God. So I always see them on, like, restaurant menus and stuff, and I never get it because just, like, something else always sounds better, you know? Like, there's, yeah. like, cake or something on the menu. Um, but this has been my mom's dessert obsession lately, and so I've definitely had one a few nights since I've been here. And so she, she will either take, she buys gelato, so it's less dairy. And so she'll take like either a scoop of vanilla gelato or a scoop of pistachio gelato, whatever kind you want. And then you add a shot of decaf espresso over it. And it's so freaking good. Like it has been my dessert obsession. It's, you can use any kind of ice cream, gelato, halo top, protein, ice cream, whatever to control your macros, calories, et cetera decaf espresso because we're trying to sleep at night um but there is just something I don't know what it is but it is so good it tastes like the epitome of like an adult dessert like this makes me feel like an adult having this for dessert yeah I remember the first time I ever had one was at this coffee um spot in Malibu and I got my friend got one and I was like oh that looks good so I got one and holy shit it was so good I've had them a few times since then, but they really are delicious. They are insane. Highly recommend. Yep, so good. What about you? What's your flavor of the week? 
So my flavor of the week is the Full Star Vegetable Chopper on Amazon. I saw somebody post this thing. I could not tell you who on Instagram like a month ago. And I bought it because I knew I had needed a new chopper. I had recently like remembered I was like looking for like one of those slap chops. And I was like, oh, I must have gotten rid of it. Couldn't find it. And I was like, I really do need like a chopper. So I got it. I've used it a few times since then. I only got the two-in-one. They have like a two-in-one, four-in-one. Oh, there's the balloons. Um, <laughs> and an 11-in-one. Um, I just got the two-in-one. It comes with like a smaller and a larger dice. Um, maybe should have got the four, but the ones that have additional blades like might be like for like ribbons or um, spiralizer, mandolin, juicer, egg slicer. There's so many different blades, but I just figured just the regular dice is probably what I would use it for 95% of the time anyway. And so I just didn't want all the extra pieces. Like I didn't want something that was going to take up like so much space. So I got the smallest one that they had, but I love that it was dishwasher safe. So the chopper, it's a big plastic container and then the chopper's on top. So it has like a lever that you lift up, you put the food, you slam it shut and it all chops it right into this container. So like, then you don't have like the cutting board, the knives, all that, you just have that container. So like when I made my cranberry jalapeno dip, I literally just diced every single ingredient right into that, added the lemon juice and sugar, mixed it, stored it in that container overnight. And it was just, I had no dishes to do for then Love for it. that. Um, I even, I've made myself like a little salad in that where I literally just put every lettuce, onion, like mushrooms, I put everything in it. And then I just literally added the dressing into the container and I ate right out of the container. I've cut up my toppings for our pizza night. I don't know. It was just over 20 bucks and I like it so much more than my slap chop. Um, I'm just really digging it. So if you need a good little chopper, check this one out. Love that. Um, do you have a quote for us as we kick off this new year? I do. When the new year brings... What the new year brings you will depend a great deal on what you bring to the new year. All right. I love it. Great. And (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you guys for listening to this week's episode. If you have a moment, please go rate, review, and subscribe. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Wine Over Matter Pod and join our private Facebook group. Just search Club Wine Over Matter. If you love what you heard, share this week's episode on your socials and don't forget to tag us. And we'll be waiting for you next Wine Wednesday with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers.